And we are on today. Hey, Hi. hey, hey. What's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> Hi, I hope everyone's doing well. Um, today is Thursday, Thursday, my favorite day of the week, closer to Friday. Um, today, um, I want to first I want to say thank you, everyone, for tuning in and listening. Um, welcome, welcome to the Untold Stories, the growth. That with Damaris and my amazing co-host Derek in the house. I need to get the, the DJ mixer. I know, right? Applause. I, I'll be the I, I, I'm a you know clap my hands. I clap your hands, everybody. I'm just kidding. So today, what we are going to focus on is um personal growth, right? Toxic people. And toxic people. How do I identify them? How do you know they're toxic? Why are they toxic? And what do you do with them? How do you how do you deal with them? That's gonna be our segment. Toxic That's people it. do and how we outgrow them, how we remove them, how we don't want them in our space anymore. Change how them like hair dirty draws. Yes. How do we just, you know, find better, find better um, friends, people that, that we, can, we can relate, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, but before we go ahead and talk about the toxic people, I really want to shout out um, Kim Kardashian for doing her thing. I mean, I don't know if you were aware that she really um, did a lot of work, you know, um, with her attorneys regarding um, Julius um, Jones, um, that he got his clemency. Um, today was his death sentence, you know. Today is his life birthday. Yes, I know he must be happy. I'm so happy for him that I can cry. I'm excited for him. I hope everything, you know, turns out how it's supposed to turn out. Um, everything was on his favor. fat check. <laughs> exactly. And you know what's crazy? She sent this letter a couple of days ago. Mm -hmm. And today, the same day that he was supposed to be death sentenced, he um, got the clemency and the governor accepted. So shout out to him. And I'm going to go applause. Yes. Give it up. Another life. At least Listen, we know he's still living today. Right? Take these big wins. Take the wins. Yes. Let's, let's, let's take this win. So I wanted to shout him out. I will be praying for him and his family. Always. And good job, Kim. Nothing um, to pay for now. He got all the blessings in the world. Yes. Dance, I like his life. I see. His That's life. better than a million dollars. Life. <laughs> exactly. His life. Mm -hmm. So kudos to you, Kim. So Derek, how was your week? What did you do this week? Um, my week, I'm going to be honest with you. My weeks, uh, they don't really uh, entail much. You know, um, I work. I work a lot. Uh, I, I, you know, I, for those who don't know, I punch a clock, you know, I go into a job, uh, I work, you know, my, my eight, nine hours a day, I come home, I kick my shoes off, you know, I play video games, I, uh, and then I try to relax, and then, boom, what am I doing? I'm working on my side hustles, I'm working on my businesses, I'm researching stocks, so I end up just working all over again, but it's things that I enjoy, so that, that's pretty much, um, my, my routine. So I get up in the morning about 4 30, 5 o'clock. Um, That's too early for me. I'll be sleeping. Well, I start my day at six at work most days, mm -hmm. six, seven o'clock. So, but I like it though because the stock market opens up like around 8 30. 
And uh, so I'm already doing research and I'm reading and I'm ready to, you know, start, you know, buying and selling. And I do this for like two, three hours a day. I try not to let it fill my whole day because I start to focus on the job. Then when I come home, I focus on, you know, selling jewelry or. Uh, I know we got to talk about the jewelry. We got to talk, talk about the jewelry. The jewelry. We talk about, you know, real estate, you know. Just got a house, got tenants. It's cool. It's a it, it's a trip. So yes, I'm about to be this tenant people. I'm about to hop right in there, right on that in that basement. Watch, I'm coming. I'm coming for that basement. Yeah, have you seen what that basement looked like? It's just packed with boxes and really, yeah. yeah kids got it set up like with little bunkers and boxes everywhere. They do nerf war down there. It's cool. It's a good time. It's a good time. So that, that's pretty much my my life. It's real quiet. Like I said, you know, we're about growth, and I'm in still a growing stage. I'm still in my growth. I'm all day. about growth, even though I got my days. Well, for me, mm. um, this week has been a challenge. I don't really want to get into it too much, mm. but I am gonna say that you know I'm being forced to do something that I do not approve, and I do not want to do. If you got, if you know what I'm talking about, you can yeah. Put some YouTube. <laughs> yeah, somebody's about to jab me right in my jaw. So mm -hmm. I'm in a tight, um, I'm in a tight position right now because I'm deciding, like I'm, I'm deciding my future. I don't, I don't, I'm scared of the future. I'm, I'm scared decision. of the unknown. Big you decision. know, it, it's a big decision, and it's something that can make me or break me. But I'm the only person that can make make myself, you know, succeed. You Absolutely. Know? And I want to say no matter which path you choose, I don't think it's a wrong one. I know, but I, I still, like, mm -hmm. like I was telling you, that 50-50 chance of, you know, that death sentence is, is serious. <laughs> like, it's the unknown. You know, when you don't know something, it kind of yes. makes, puts you in a place and in a box where you are afraid. Correct. And for those of you who haven't gotten it yet, who don't get what we're talking about, we're not allowed to talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> they'll put two and two together. Read between the lines, you know. What is everybody being forced to do? What is everybody being forced to choose between? Is, you know, their livelihood, their job, their careers, or the jab? And that's that's crazy, you know. Yeah. I, I I still don't understand the, the, the theory behind it. Um, but hey, I, I'm I'm praying. I'm, I'm I have a lot of faith, but you know the flesh does gets in the way here and there. Your mind does wonder, you it know. Does. And talking about your mind, that's where personal growth comes in. That's it. Good mental health. Good mental growth. It all starts here in your mind. How you think, how you say, what you want—I mean, everything starts here, and and oh. and and what you think is what how what, what things are going to happen. It's, it's it'll, it'll be success calm. is a mindset. That's it. Success is a mindset. I think that's why you know, on this podcast, I'm going to be honest. You know, I am not perfect. I I fear. Nobody I fear certain things. We all have fear. You know, I, our viewers are here because they have fear. Yeah, we all have fears, and I and I fear a lot of things every day. But losing your job, it, it, and it's not like I don't believe in myself to go out there and do what I love to do and and get that mm -hmm. money. Is that when I don't know the unknown, and it, it, it'll be, if if I do decide to yeah. part ways, right? Mm -hmm. if I do decide Absolutely. to part ways. I really gotta hustle. This is not no okay. You can't chill no life, more. Life's a hustle. Life's a hustle. 
life is a hustle, but it's different when you're you're to be dependent by your own child. That's I got to get up. Like, I, you, I get up because I got to go to work. You fail yourself. You fail your children. You fail your family. Exactly. So it, it just, it, you're so custom to be doing the same thing for a long time at 10 years with the same Which, company. by the way, could be defined as a toxic situation. Oh, jobs are very toxic. That's it. But before we go and get ourselves uh, devalued, <laughs> let's go yeah. ahead and yeah, jump into the topic. So during your growth stage, right, while you're growing, when, back at the beginning, before the growth, right, when everything was wrong in your life, mm. right, and you started growing, mm. what? tell me about some people who are toxic in your life and were holding you back from growing. Wow, really? Powerful, right? Powerful. That's deep. It is deep. It's deep. But you know what? I guarantee you that everybody watching this has somebody who's weighing them down. That they, 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 it's a friend, it's a sibling, it's a family member, a teacher, a coach that's weighing them down. So maybe we us giving examples on what's happened and how we dealt with it could help cut off that dead weight. Oh wow, that's that's deep, and I'm and I'm gonna start off with my mother. That's, so that's my mother, and I love my mother <laughs> to death. I, you know, it's just me and my mother against the world. So I love, but I had to. It got to a point where she just didn't understand me as a as a person. You know, Absolutely. she's Pentecostal. I'm not. I'm just yeah. liberal Christian, okay. and our views are very different. Uh -huh. But she always finds a way to control me in a sense, like um, about my child, you know, or um, saying negative things that I don't want to hear from my mom because, you know, the things that she went through. And, and she can mm -hmm. only tell me things because of her experience, but she's not. Her parents project their bad situations, their bad experiences and their failures on us. They do that. Yes, and that that was the issue there. Like if I, for example, I talked about, I'm gonna get a house. No, don't get a house. You don't know, it's a lot of work. You know, what happens if you lose your job? Why are we, I didn't even get my house yet and we're just taking it there. Like, That's right, right? So why, why does the door, right? Something so beautiful about buying a home turn into, opens a door for, what if you lose your job? Because why she never we, had a house. But, and why are we thinking? Exactly, right? So how would you know it's a lot of work or how much work or how little work? or How do you know? Because she you goes know? by stories from her, the people she go to church, like her pastor. Um, he lost his house. And he bought a one-family house instead of buying mm. a, a multi-family house. That's right, see? And I get where she's coming good. from. I feel yeah. like everyone should buy a, a multi-family house instead of a one-family house. I think a one-family house, that's at the end of your goal. When you Absolutely. Like, and I just want to point out, for those of you who are struggling and have a one-family house, you're not, you're not going to lose your house. You don't have to lose your house. You can sell your house and then downgrade and then rebuy later on. You don't have to just go from owning and losing. There is a middle ground that people just tend to not know about. But she didn't know that, you know. She's this is yeah. a old woman from the barrio in Puerto Rico, you know. Um, this is an old school mom that was never allowed to go outside, and I experienced that. I wasn't able to go out with my friends. Well, how did you overcome this? 
Well, after I when I turned 18, when I turned 18, she didn't have no say. It was a wrap. Eight, right. I stood in the house for a couple of years. Two years later, I was out. I lived by myself. I was a hustler. Oh, and that's it. But what I really want to say is that her experience, she thinks that she can reflect that on me. And we're like in two different worlds. However, I had to really stop talking to her for four months. Wow. And it was hard. And, and she would hard. call me. She That's would call hard. me. This is my mother. And she would call me. And she would say, oh, you don't you don't want me to see your daughter. I mean, it was a whole lot of, but she didn't understand. You need a space. I needed some space. To, to get clarity and do your own thing, right? Because people are putting fear in your heart, right? Yes. You know, now you go, you want to buy a house. You're like, I do lose my job now. That wasn't even a thought. So she planted that negative Yes. Seed. The minute you tell somebody something, that neg negative remark, it is planted in your head and you will run with it. Whether you say, oh, I'm not. Yes, you will. It's a fact. And, it, given and fact. for those of you who are thinking about investing, I want to say that the biggest down, uh, not downgrade, the biggest um, killer of investing are negative people in your life. Who tell you the stock market is a scam? You're gonna lose your money. You're gonna lose or your crypto. shirt. Or crypto, or real estate, or anything else. And you know, real quick, not to put too much time into it. The stock market has been around for how long, right? Real estate's been around for how long? How long have you, who's been watching this, been renting? How many people here have been renters? How many of you have parents who've been renters, right? The money's going somewhere. It's, going it's been here and and it's, it's been in here. our it's and it's crazy because I seen it, but I was so scared. What's that saying? Scared what? money makes no money. Scared money makes no money. Scared money makes no money. If you can't invest in yourself in your dream, then you don't deserve the rewards that follow. That's the period. And it and it, it, it comes and it comes to that. So with her, she not mm -hmm. knowing what I'm also going through in my other mm -hmm. toxic relationship, which is now the man that I was with, which is over. Oh, it's super over. I Great. love the word super. When I say super over, it's dead. It is done. It's but while I'm dealing with my mom, before I even jump, I stopped talking to her. She got into a bad car accident. She almost yes. died. Yeah. She yes. called she, my stepfather called me, and I ended up in the hospital. And me and her were crying, and we had our moments. And she apologized. A I do. A oh yes, and yeah. um. She goes, you know, I love you. I said, I know. And that, when that happened, we never Came turned back. And we're like, that. we're good. And God because is good. Speak, because in those four months of her not speaking to you, when you re-entered her life, you re-entered as a woman. Yes. You re-entered as an adult. You left as a child. And I want to tell people, if you live with your parents and your family, it's okay. No one is disrespecting you or making fun of you. But you always will be viewed as their child. It's not until you leave the nest and return is when you are truly an adult. But I was not living with her. I was in my house. I was Correct. But before was, that, you know, you guys had your issues. Oh, you yeah, just, yeah, yeah. You just yeah. appeared and you came back stronger than ever. That's right. Yes. So when that happened, that was a great moment of growth. We both yeah. apologized because I don't want it to happen to my mother. And no. we're right now, we're we're good. Like, I can't even explain it. We're, we're so in a, in a good place right now. Yeah, and then obviously. after being with that, with her going through that, now I was going through a bad toxic relationship. Perfect. Talk about toxic relationships. Why was it toxic? 
Are you all ready to talk about that? We don't rehearse these questions. So we don't. This is like you caught me off guard. So when I I didn't think it was gonna go, you caught me off guard, honestly. But I that's what I love about what we do is that it's no script, right? I throw it at you and your face is like like and why? I mean, I was gonna talk about toxic people, but Lord, he was yeah. like, pick one. But it was really the really two major was my mother yeah. and my ex. And let me no, tell you why that was toxic. Because when you have two people not having the same vision, right? Mm -hmm. When you have one person doing more than the other, right? Uh -huh. When you have one person who disrespects you and don't value you as a woman. Mm -hmm. After being there for that person through thick and thin compromising, you mm -hmm. know, um, example, when he had to move back in with his ex-wife, that's deep. And I'm compromised. Is This is real talk, which I didn't I have to deal with. That. Another one, when I had surgery and he left me in my bed to go paint her room in, in, in the new house. But these are things I never even knew. That's I, 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 that hurt my feelings because when you're there for someone and you help them in every shape, you add value to them. You know how you, you gotta, add, you add value. You fix their credit. I got you. You need your mortgage paid. I got you. You need this, this down. I got you. And he ran for somebody else. And, but he ran and gave to people that didn't deserve it. Hold on. Did you cry? Really? No, I was happy. I no, was no, like, yes, go paint her room. No, yes. Um, but there's this, women out there now going through it. And, you know, they yes, want to know. Yes, I cried. Good. Tell you me. You know why? Me. Because I was not understanding why this was happening to me. A girl who was going to church. A girl who had faith. A girl who thought she, had her, she was with her husband. That was her husband. You know, a girl that wanted a family. A girl yeah. that was honest and said everything, on, you know, brought it to the table. But he had one foot in one door and one foot in another door. He did not have no foot in my door at all. His, all his, his that big ass foot, excuse my language, was over there. You know, but you know what happens? This is what happened. When you're not true to yourself, mm -hmm. right? And when you don't do the correct things, such as you should have did what you had to do before you even started dating anybody. Absolutely. It's close. You, it's close we would have not been in that situation. We would have been happy. He is a good guy. Now, let me ask you something. During this toxic. toxic situation, right? During this toxic situation, what toll did it take on you? I almost killed myself. I went to the kitchen. You know, I went to the kitchen. I was going to slice my wrist. I'm over here worrying about a jab and I was about to do some dumb shit. Excuse my language. You know, I went to the kitchen. I, I was about to do it and I noticed I saw my daughter and I said, this is not fair for her. I not called what I, it's, it's not fair for her. I called the, the suicidal hotline. Which by the way, um, if no one has ever called before, it could be, you could get a lot of value out of it or you could get nothing out of it depending on the person you reach. So any of you who decide to call, please, if you get somebody you don't like, hang up and call and again. And call again. Do I got somebody call. good. Yeah, yeah. He was really good. He did ask me, are you going to endanger yourself and your child? Or others. Yeah. Or other. I said, I, I wasn't going to, but I don't want to. I'm not going to do it because I looked at my child. He said, yeah. okay. But he gave me some places to go see someone, Perfect. you know, and 
I went and I and I and I saw a therapist. Because it's part of the growth. I saw a therapist. It was one of the hardest things in my life that I had to deal with. It was, it was bad. It was, it was, it was bad. I just didn't understand why I was even still in it, but you, and and I want to tell this to women. I don't care if you feel lonely. I don't care. How old are you? I don't care what you've been through because I'm here right now testifying that in a podcast that I created, you know, I had a vision and this is my vision to talk about it, that do not stay in a place where it devalues who you are. Correct, right? And I'm going to stop you and I'm going to dig a little deeper, right? And I know you hate that. Look at that. Look at it. Look. And, and no, it's just so that people can understand better, right? How long were you with this man? We're going to go quick. Three years and a half. Three years and a half. Okay. When did it start turning toxic? Um, When his ex-wife found out that he was in a relationship, which was uh-huh. uh, maybe a year, a year in it. Okay, a year, buddy. A year ago. The second year of being together. Wow, that's deep. That is deep, right? So now you feel dedicated, right? You gave this man your all. You fully committed. He met my daughter. He met your daughter. It's been two years, right? Your daughter liked him. Very much. And then, right, so now it starts turning toxic. Now, most people who've never been in there are going to be like, man, leave, leave, leave. Explain to everybody, me, everybody, why is it? you stay and try to work through it and how it actually digs you deeper into the hole. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, listen, we, we could switch. We could switch. No, it's fine. So right. I'm going to just say short. Yeah, keep it short. When I was Billy, when I was being bullied by his wife on social media and her friends. Okay. Wow. And what were they doing? They were talking about my daughter, Teeth. Okay. They were talking about my Christianity. They were talking about um, me breaking, not breaking a home, but how can you be man? How how can you deal with a man who's married? But petty, they were together. Very petty. Right, they were not together. Disrespectful, immature. Disgusting. Yes. Old lady too. She's not right? even my age. Talking about a little girl she never met. Yes. Because you know why? I'm gonna explain to you. That's a prime example of somebody who has no growth. None. They're stuck wow. and they're rooted. That they're rooted in a bad situation, and they're willing to keep eating the toxicity over and over till it kills them. That's and you what know what's did. crazy? That even though she did that to me, I was rooting for her in the beginning. Like yeah. when he was talking about her, what she did, the things mm-hmm. that she did to him. Mm-hmm. I would tell him, don't talk to her about her like that because you don't know what she's going through. She's been with you for because so long, 20 years. With growth. That's the difference. And I'm telling him these things. But you know what? He's toxic too. And that's why they belong together. I realize they belong together. And it's okay. That's why he's over there painting the room. Not today. You know, that's why anything she wanted, obviously, he got and you because he up for him, right? I remember you said you signed a car. Yeah, oh, I forgot. Yes, I got him. I signed off because he had bad credit, very bad mm-hmm. credit. I signed off a car um, and I lent him the money. What he kind paid of car? me back. It was a 2013 BMW. Look at that. Look at that. And here you are, this prize, this independent woman, this single mom, mm. putting your heart out for this dude 
who is supposed to be a successful man who can't get a 2013 vehicle on his own. And then not successful. He's materially materialistic, trying to be successful. Exactly. Cause I, re I remember you saying you had a good job, you know, and, um, and look, so look at where this transpired. Look at where this took you. Right. So now where is he now? And like, where is he now? Um, well, um, since the last time I spoke to him, he was, he was roommate, roommating with his, um, cousin in a room. Wait, since is, September, it, is yes. it two men in the same room? It's a woman. She has her own house. So he, pay, uh, he rents the, uh, so, he's the rent, so, so we have a grown man. Robbie grown. Who needed his girlfriend to help him get a car. Yes. Who can't. Who is out of his his house and is now yes. and who's now renting a room, right? Well, he was a living. Um, he had his own apartment though. He had his own okay. apartment. And what happened to it? Because I told him you have an ultimatum: either remove yourself, either remove yourself, um, from that because mm -hmm. I I don't understand how you think in your right mind that you're gonna have a relationship and now. Your ex-wife is so desperate and doesn't have nowhere to go, obviously, because she was living with some dyke. And obviously, she had nowhere to go. This is the real truth. This, the, this is the girl. This is what got me to the point. Obviously, who living with a dyke, the dyke said, I can't have you here. You got to go. And for whatever reason, and he felt sorry for her. I wouldn't feel sorry for her. You, The minute you didn't show, listen, the minute you didn't come back from that baby shower you said you was going to, and you came back the next day, my guy, you ain't coming back. I know we all know what you were doing. Okay, because that is a story. I don't you think hear we're me? No, I heard you. I don't think we're allowed to say that. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I'll beep that out quickly. My bad. I don't, Which, by the I don't way, mean it are, in a bad way. We are very gay and homosexual friendly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean it in a bad way. Oh my god, I didn't. So I'm gonna that out. You know why? Because sometimes when you that talk about these things, a hold of you. it just yes. has a hold of you. I don't know that lady from a canopy. I don't know her. I she was probably lady. also there helping her slander you online and bully you. Absolutely, she was. She was, she was one that. of them. And See. with all, I don't have. I don't. I don't have a problem with that. And they know? deserve the negative energy that comes to them. Yeah, you, but still, I'm trying to be the better person. I'm just weak with you. So I'm just trying to talk about what really, really happened. Okay, right. So now, now that he's gone, right? He's renting a room. His life is a disaster. Oh, he ended up getting that car that he wanted so bad with his bad credit, by the way. I don't know if I. Oh. He ended up getting his car. I seen. I got in it and everything. I know you told me his dream car was a used car. I remember. Yes. <laughs> I remember, I remember. Which again, folks, we are not knocking used cars. We're, we're here. We focus on growth and shooting for the stars. And if you hit the sky, it's still a bonus. That's that's what we're about here. So you know, if your dream car is a 1990 Acura Integra, go for and it. And but it's let's get it. <laughs> yeah, but at least if you if you do have a dream car, you are in a good place in your life. You have your own apartment, your own right. parking. You're not you living don't rent, you don't rent the room so you can afford your dream exactly. car. Exactly. You don't rent a room. But you don't rent a Porsche in front of the project. <laughs> exactly. No, you're right. 
You don't right. do it. That means your priorities are messed up. I got my dream car. It ain't used. I bought that. That's it. That's the, it. Right? Let me tell you the things that have happened to me since I let that toxicity. Like, that's just like, I, it makes me want to throw up. That's because when you waste your time with mm -hmm. in a situation, at the same time, I wasted my time, but I learned a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, everything's a learning experience. I learned a lot. But through that growth, you know what I learned? What? I save more money because I have to, you know, help nobody yeah, out. Dead weight, no dead weight. In the pandemic, I ended up getting me a brand new car, my dream car. Oh, okay. your dream car. Living Put my down payment myself. Mm -hmm. Um, I cashed out ten thousand on a cryptocurrency. Big win. Learned Remember about that? Um, crypto. I invested. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now I got enough money to buy my own house. That's it. I can put my house under my name. I don't need anyone to do it for me. Um, and I'm happy. I'm happy. happy. I'm literally happy. happy. Cause you heard me cry before. I have, I have, I have. You know? I hate to hear a woman cry. So it was a real, it took a toll and, and my vision was bigger than myself. And when somebody go to line, with your vision bigger than him when somebody does not align with your vision and you feel that energy that's just not working like energy mm -hmm. is very important energy is important your mindset is important forgiving i had to forgive myself that was another personal growth of mine i had to forgive myself why i put myself in a situation that i didn't need to and that question you asked right i still stood in the relationship and let me you want me to tell you the truth you know why i stood even though that it wasn't going to work, I stood to prove her a point that I can get them divorced. And I did. Good for you. I got them divorced. I sent her the pay. I mean, I, I was his divorcee lawyer. I did the paperwork and I melted to her job. Like, this is some real. I was not going to be with somebody who was married. He was stalling you. for whatever reason. I don't you know the truth. Out that paperwork, all paperwork. Get me on it. You're, I don't you're play. You are not a procrastinator. I don't play with that. So mm -hmm. I was like proving myself to the wrong person. It felt like I was the person that it wasn't him. Yeah. Yeah. How toxic is that? Well, think about it. You didn't have a man. You had a grown child. You had a son. <laughs> yes, you very much. Take, take him by the hand, pay for his things, teach him how to finance, teach him how to budget, you know. Well, you know, well I, this, I am going to pause here, right? Mm -hmm. He knew how to budget because he always had a book. He knew how to budget. However, Look at my he face. was like my face. If you, got bad things, credit, if you got bad credit, you don't budget. I still gotta give him. He, he made it through because he was still paying the light, the gas, and the and all her bills over there. You know, because they 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 made a slight agreement. They said, and and I remember when you told me that, and I said, yeah, what's this agreement? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, all that his agreement was we're gonna go half on the the rent, and then I come to find out going through his personal and snooping because I I went through all his stuff. Yeah, had double just, seven. He was a fraud. Everybody who knows me knows how I go. I knows how I do. Mm -hmm. So he was already uh, supporting her, but this is the same guy who said he was gonna help me with my with, with my payment, my garage, with my car payment. Never helped me. Ever. Never helped you. Never. Ever. He was you that know? way. 
And that's toxic right there. You know, always, ladies, I'm going to say this and I'm going to say it once. Never deal with somebody who's who's still married. They or, or, oh, I've been separated for 10, six years. No. If they're not separated already, they were never serious. And they're not serious to get married again. Good luck if you find someone like that. You can't say I said it. good luck. I said good luck, though. There's not, there's you might find thing. somebody like that, 1%. Not someone out there on their second and third marriage. <laughs> I know. They get, they get married again. Um, but I'm just saying, what I, what I really want to say is don't devalue yourself. Love yourself. Pray, you know, make sure you have a good mindset. Let it go. Let go. Let go. Let go. Let go. Let go. Let go and forgive yourself and just move the F on because you are better than this. I was better than that, but I was proving my point for the, to the wrong people. I stood in a relationship knowing that it was not going to work out because I was proving myself, you know? And after I said, what am I proving? He's old. He's 46. To me, that's old. I'm, I'm, I'm 39. Hey, 40, 40 is a I, I'm, I'm, I'm getting there, but still, I can get I can get with somebody a little bit younger if you really want to get to you, you could. But maybe with better credit, you know? Who, yeah. Who's going to uh, love me for what I've done? I feel like a relationship. Let me ask you a question. A relationship, shouldn't it be both ways? Like, if I give, shouldn't you sit there like, wow, she's a good woman. Let me make sure that certain things I'll ask you know, there's nothing asked for permission, respect. I say. I know I'm not wrong for these things. Ladies, if, if your man really values you, he will do things for you without you asking. Without asking. A real man will make you ask for help. A real man will help. That's it. That's and it. a real man is not going to say, oh, I'm going to help you. And nothing, nothing is on my table. No money on my table. But you want me to do things to you, right? Enjoy the moments, right? Support you and value you. But I was never valued. They never gave me anything. And it was time to let go. So the minute we you feel like- DJ part of our group. Says, oh, Beyonce cater to you. Boom. I don't even know the, the music. I don't even know the music. But you know, you, you asked me questions. How about yeah. you? Me? What about me? Well, yeah, <laughs> what about me? Quick to ask the question back, but how about you? What toxic friends, friends, or any relationship, you know, what, mm. how did you part ways from those toxic friends? How about that? That's a good question. Um, all right, all right. Um, don't try to go high. Nah, I had a, you know, I got, I have a friend, I had a friend who I, I, I still love to this day very dearly. Very dearly, I love him. Um, when I was 16, you know, um, I was a foster child. Um, I linked up with him, and he was an older dude. Um, I forget how much older, but you know, he, he was a grown man, he had a job and everything, and I was still in high school. And um, you know, and he did a lot for me. You know, he did a lot for me. You know, he took me to to the Best Buy, bought me DVDs when I was down and out, sad about my you know my family situations. He was there for me. So when I got older. Um, I was there for him, but what I never realized that when we were kids, I see it <laughs> that when we were kids, um, he he was bipolar, and the older I got, the older oh, wow. he got, the worse he got, the worse he got. And um, that's I was hard. There. I had a bipolar friend. I yeah, had to let I her go, and I prayed to not let her. You know, I was praying to just mm -hmm. keep the relationship going. It ain't easy. I'm it's sorry. Not easy. 
it's not easy. And um, so, you know, he lost his good job and he started working like his remedial jobs at uh, movie theaters and supermarkets on a register, which again, is nothing wrong with these jobs, but these are not the jobs that are for an adult male who has job experience, but this is what he did. And um, I, I was dating a girl at the time and, you know, I would take him out to eat. We would all go out to eat, he'd be broke. I paid them all the time. I, I'd pick him up, he wasn't driving. I'd pick him up all the time, drop him off. And it caused a rift between my girlfriend and I at the time because she's like, hey, he's a grown ass man. What do you always, you know, like, what's wrong with you? Why Does you she know? And I explained it to her, like, listen, I feel like I owe him because he was there for me when I was a kid and I want to be there for him now. And she didn't really understand it. And I think most of you guys were going to be like, man, the dude was toxic. It made her toxic because she felt like she was in competition with him for my attention, you know, because he, and he That's was hard. all ass and he was an alcoholic. So on top was, of that, yeah, that's how he, that's how he self-medicated his bipolar. And, um, and it's crazy. Cause like when he was drinking, he was great. Right. And he'd sober up and be like miserable. And you almost wanted him to drink, but you knew like he's got to get level, he's got to get his you know, levels together. So, um, long story short, I eventually met another woman, um, I, and she got pregnant, and I was in a bad place. And like, I didn't have a job. Um, I had just moved from New York to Jersey, and um, he came to live with me. He came to live with us, and I had no money, and I took him into my home, and I. Um, you know, he got a job and, you know, and I did a lot for him. I bought him interview clothes and I wasn't working. I had a, you know, a, a pregnant girlfriend and everything. And um, he, after a couple of months of work and I came to him and I said, hey, listen, man, it's time to start kicking back, you know, trying to start helping out, throw a little something to the house, maybe for some groceries or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No problem. No problem. On his next payday, he left the keys on the counter and disappeared. Without it, without a trace. Never heard from him. Never seen him until uh, a year later. A year later, my son was already born. Look at this. she needs a shot of this. <laughs> and you know that killed me. That hurt me, right? And now here's here's how what a good person I am. I get married. I have another child, and I take the dude back into my home again. He calls me. He's homeless. He's living out of his car. And um, I take him back into my home. And I said, listen, wow. I did. I did it a second time because, you know, I felt bad. You know, I felt like I owed him. And that's toxic. When you feel like you owe somebody so much that you're handcuffed to them and you can't get away from them or you can't say no to them, that's toxic. That's toxic. You're being toxic. And um, and I brought him into my home. I said, listen, do me a favor. Um, I'm still not in a great place, but I'm in a better place. But my kids are in the house, two kids, and they're going to be hanging out with you, seeing you every day and loving you. And, you know, you're part of the family. When it's time for you to move on, say a simple thank you, goodbye to the children and move on. Don't hurt my children. He did it. He just disappeared again. Poof, gone. All the money down the drain that I spent on the dude. And, and he never came back? Never came back. Never came back. I ran into him one other time. Um, he was walking down the street, pulled the car over, ran up on him, grabbed him up, you know, because I was angry and frustrated because I love this guy, right? And I said to him, you fucking hurt me, dude. I said, you hurt me. I said, you killed us. He was like, hold on, let's talk about it. No, 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 you want to talk about it? 
years I haven't seen you, and here you are walking down the street, and now you want to talk about it? You never picked up the phone to call me. You never wrote me an email or a letter. I said nothing. Well, I even said, tried to. He didn't try. Well, said, well that's what bipolar, bipolar people are not really stable. But even when you're not having an episode, you got to have a moment of clarity. You're going to tell me in years he's never had a moment of clarity? Apparently so, not, because he wasn't there. So he was like, listen, we could talk about it. I said, no, man. I said, you know what? I got to let you go. I said, so this is my my uh, my release, my, you know, being able to just be like, listen, man, we're done. If you're going to go your way, I'm going to go my way. And we're never going to speak again. And we've never spoke again. Oh, wow. Never. Yeah. And I that miss is, it. That's, tox that's very toxic. Because at the yeah. same time, you want to help somebody, but you can't. Yeah, yeah. You want to be there, why. but you can't. But his troubles and his and his and and I was and, spending money I didn't have on him. That too. That's what I'm saying. And, and you know, and here's the thing: like, keep you working. And my girlfriend at the time would cook dinner, right? Excellent cook. And I'd go pick him up from work, and he'd be like, "Yo, take me to the drive-through." And I'd be like, "Yo, there's food in the house." And he'd be like, "Come on, man! So I just want to get a burger." And then I'd be like, oh. "And I take him." And then he'd be like, "Yo, could you spot me?" So I got to pick you up from your job, oh lay God. the money out, and there's food at home. Yo, you know the, spot every time. the definition of toxic, toxic, man. You were dead weight. It was dead weight. And I, I had a friend that. like that. She will come mm -hmm. with me everywhere and be like, hey, I want to break this dollar. Can you um give me 50 cents? Hey, by the time I dropped her off, I already spent $5. Yeah. I don't want to break this because yeah. you don't want to break it. All the time, it never fails. I don't talk to her anymore. God bless her. I hope she's it's doing okay well. It's okay for you to go in your pocket, but not for It's crazy. I can't. I learned that I ain't going in my pocket ever again. No. I'm not trying to be nobody's wife anymore. I'm not trying to prove my wifeness to nobody. I know I'm a good woman. Mm -hmm. Just like you're a good guy. You're a good friend. I would never I would never put myself in that situation again. I, was, I go out with friends. I'll pick up a tab. We'll go out two, three, four, five people, and I pay I pay the bill two, three, four hundred dollars, no problem, right? But the next time we go out, if somebody else can't grab a check, that's the next time we go out. <laughs> it's just the way it I is. I would never. How about this one? Mm. Have you ever been if you go out with a group of people, right? That's it, yep. And do you okay, you go out with a group of people? Is do it I wrong? Or split the check. Is that what you're gonna ask me? Yes, but you don't know these people. You're my friend, but you don't know them. Do you split the check or do you go, everybody goes half? I'm glad you asked that. I'm glad you asked that. I'm really glad you asked that because I've run into this a lot lately. And um, here's the thing, right? Um, if there's a group of my friends, we kind of have like a, an understanding, right? A lot of us are not heavy drinkers. I don't drink alcohol. Um, I'm not a dessert person. So could I do appetizers? Sure. Could I do a meal? Sure, right? But I've been out to dinner with people where the understanding was we're going to split the check and one dude or couple will go ham on the drinks. Their drink bill will be almost as much as the dinner bill. And then it's expected of us to split that. And that's not OK. That's not OK. And I'm not a cheap person. But again, I'm not drinking alcohol. I'm not in a bar. I'm in a restaurant. I'm here to eat, you know, have a good time and move on. You know, there's people having two drinks, you know, maybe a third. Yeah, people, I don't agree with that either. And then you want me to split the bill? Come on, you're crazy. That so, happened to me when I went to Boston. Just like the same, the mm -hmm. same. I only ordered a salad and my bill came out to $60 each person. 
Oof. And that's when you pay for that side. So let me explain to you how I break it down. If it's my friends, I split the bill. If you know I go somewhere with you or, or, or whoever and we sit down and I don't know the rest of the people, I go, can I get a separate bill, please? I, I agree. And I, I'm not I, shy about it. I'm not shy about it because I got mine. I'm good with my money. And how do I keep more in my pocket? By not paying for strangers' drinks. <laughs> yeah, I, I always been like that. I got yelled at um, one time because I went out with two of my friends. They don't know each other. And she ordered something for her man in the bill. To take right? it to go. To take it to go, which there's no problem. And but, three ways plus your added item. Yes, that was that was how it's supposed to go. But no, we were just splitting it three ways. And the way she calculated, it didn't add up to what was supposed to be. And I was, I was, you know, and I was honest with her and she got mm -hmm. mad. She goes, I can't believe you pulled out that calculator. I said, why? You you don't know my friend. I don't, she doesn't know you. Yeah. She's supposed she to be paid for what you got. Meal. Yeah. You know, but I Nobody guess we were just we were not on the same page. It was a little lack of communication because I was at the end, I let it That's go. A lack of common courtesy, not a lack of that too. Because if I'm okay, out and yes. I want to take something from my significant other, I say, hey, can you bring out some filet mignon and box it up and bring it on a separate bill for me? Thank you. Because that's what you're supposed to do. Yes, it didn't happen like that. It, it was put on the bill, but you're right. It is a a, a courtesy. You should have a lot of common courtesy. And I hate to say it, but I don't show people like that no more. I don't. I oh, don't. I don't, I, I don't either. I'm so. I don't show people like that. Once people start doing some stuff like that, that's the last time I go out with people. Even when with my job, I tell my job too. Like, hey, listen, if I gotta come out of pocket for something, and you don't reimburse me for it, that's the last time I come out of pocket for anything. That's how I do it. I give everybody the um, the benefit of the doubt, and then when you let me down, I pay it, and I move on with my life. And I and I always say, for twenty dollars, thirty dollars, forty dollars, fifty dollars, I got you out of my life. It was cheap. Hello, <laughs> hello, and that's easy, you know. But regarding about toxic people, you know, you don't even have to be mean to anybody. You just, no. for me, I just, I don't really pick up their phone calls. And I and I don't like people who specifically, if you call them up to like let's say you're in a good relationship but all good relationships have problems you could identify a friend who's toxic by no matter what happened between you and your man or you and your girl leave them why why is it that no good there's no friends out there who are like yo you can work it out you could talk about it try to do this exercise go talk to somebody it's always leave them you want me to grenade an entire relationship over one argument yeah yeah, you know I had a few I mean? of those too. And you know what? I find out that those women and men who are jealous of your relationship, they're usually jealous of the relationship. Or people. I, who, I, I'm not like that. I don't tell somebody leave them. I said, listen, try to work it out. Like, really sit down out. and talk to them. I always tell people like this: Do you love them? Yes. You know, if you say you don't love them, then it's time for you to work on your exit strategy. But if there's if there's love there, then it's always worth fighting for. If the situation not toxic. Everybody argues. Not everybody gets their ass beat in a relationship. Hello. <laughs> I know There's a couple a of people like that that got their yeah. ass beat too. Yeah. So yeah, yeah that makes that makes pretty that makes you know that makes a um, lot of sense. If you got a friend um who tells you to quit your job, 
without a good reason, don't listen to them, right? Oh, hell no. You don't want to quit your job until you have another job. So a good friend would be like, well, if you're not happy there, try to find something better. A bad friend would be like, just leave. You'll find another job. You'll find another job. They're not thinking about you and your life, your finances. Those are not good friends. Friends are plugged into your life, and they want to see you do good. They want to see you win. Yo, I love to see people in my life win. I love it. I love it. If I could raise a friend up and help them make money, help them start their business, help them get invested, help them make money, it makes me feel good and it brings good karma upon me and it brings it, you know, brings me in the friend. Absolutely, because it's paying forward. You know what's mm-hmm. another toxic friend that they're they're okay. Another toxic friend for me is someone who's always negative. Oh my god. When man. I mean negative, meaning they're never oh, happy just negative about their own life, everything around them, yeah. negative, but they're not doing nothing about it. Yeah. All they do is complain and there's no solution. Oh, um, I don't, I don't have this. I don't have this. I don't have that, but you're not even working to get this and that. I got friends on Facebook name, no names given, but it's always, I need to make money. I need a million dollars. I need a rich boyfriend. I need a sugar daddy. Yo, you need a job. What you need is a job. And when I say this to them, it's every excuse under the sun. I got nobody to watch my kid. First of all, your kid's like 15. Stop it. You know? Oh, no. Well, I would have been You know, like, or, um, oh, I got one friend who always be like, yo, I be mad. I be hating everybody on vacation but me. You ain't got a job. You ain't got a job. And it's the same person, my favorite. They complain about not having money. They complain about not going on vacation. Mm. They want to have another kid. They ain't got a job. Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. I'm like, yo, you crazy. You don't have enough of them? <laughs> mm. That's why when I had my daughter and then mm. I saw how hard it is to have kids, like it's really it takes hard. A village to raise and a how child. much women, and you can't, yeah. I don't know if you can agree, but how we take a, we take a lot, we take on a lot. Like, women do, women, women make the world go round. They carry the weight of the world on their shoulders. They yeah. hold a man up. They hold a home up. They hold the, you know, the children. They got to hold themselves up with they their hormones and they bipolar and ah, going crazy. You know, listen, you know, only young men be like, men are better than women, women are better than men. Listen, a, a real man knows the real value of a good woman. But I'm going to say this. There's a lot of women out there that lower other women's value by, by not being on point. There it's is family. a lot. I, I can say there's enough, but you know something? I don't know if you're going to like what I'm going to say. Say it. Say it. But I blame some of the men. Oh, men absolutely create. I blame some men. of the men. You, you men brought the beast out of these women. women. You poked the bear. Yeah. Men create bad women, but it goes both ways. Women create bad men. I, I know a lot of but men. When, who, okay. When all this bad women started to come out, like, come on now. Um, a couple of years ago now back in the day men used to open your door women would be home taking care of the kids a happy home all of a sudden what what was what happened let me let me explain something okay and let me explain how it is right it's it's a societal standard right so Mm -hmm. it it may not be true but it's a societal standard so what i mean is that right if you ran to your friends your girls like yo he cheated on me they're gonna be like that dog 
that mother effer, that this, but they're not surprised, right? They're not surprised. If a dude goes to his group of friends and they be like, yo, she was cheating on me. They be like, what? What? She did what? 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 Oh, what? Man, you gotta what leave you? her, man. You gotta leave her. Yeah, but it'd be crazy, right? Because it's so unheard of that women do it, but they do it pretty often. They just better at it than men because men, <laughs> they just, they don't cover their tracks. We are better. We are women, better. Women, because it's like, um, they don't want to be viewed in an evil light because you're a woman, right? You give yourself to somebody. It's a special, it's a beautiful thing. And God forbid you sleep with two men. All of a sudden, you know, people are calling you all kinds of names, which aren't true, by the way, because I don't believe in that. I believe like a man having fun is a woman having fun. All right. But um, and here's another thing. Men are more sensitive than women. Men are way more sensitive. That's than where women. personal growth goes in. Men yes, have, I feel like I'm going to explain to you something. <laughs> wait, before you even get to that topic, a lot of per personal growth goes into emotions. Like yes, men yes. have to really learn how to show their emotions. Why does it always have to be a woman? No, we bottle them up, man. We push them things down. No, I feel like when you show your emotions, you're vulnerable to the situation. Correct, we can't, right. um, we can't understand where you're coming from. Well, could you imagine? Being hard. It's just. Can you imagine you you was telling this dude you know, you call your man's friend and be like, "Yo, come get your dude. He's in fetal position on the floor, crying. Get him off my floor." <laughs> he ain't gonna have no friends. I don't mean that kind of emotion. <laughs> he ain't gonna have no friends. I don't mean that kind of emotions. You know, I, I mean, how about walking down the aisle with your girl? I mean, no, walking no, down with your future wife know, and you don't nobody, cry. Nobody can know that you in your house listening to Let It Burn. <laughs> you know? Let it burn. <laughs> you can't do that. You be a man be turned up and you be crying and your boy call you like, hello, what you doing? Man, I got a girl over. Men, listen, alone. men cry behind closed doors. Don't even give me that. Yes, they though. do. Yes, absolutely, they do. Absolutely. But my my thing is, here's how sensitive men are. Okay, you could run into an ex six years later, mm. and y'all could talk and have coffee, and he could be like, "Yo, yeah, I cheated on you with your friend or whatever," and you'd be like, "See, I knew it. I knew it, man. That bitch, right?" But if you tell him. Yeah, I cheated on you with your friend. Six years later, he's at his door like it happened yesterday. I will fight you. I kill you. How could you do that to me? Six years ago? Whoa, six years ago. Like it happened yesterday. That's how sensitive men are. Men are like that. Yo, I will, and me, I'm going to admit it. I will come your ass and fuck you up really? 10 years later. Six years yeah. ago? Yeah. Yeah, yo, because we sensitive like that, right? It's a, it's a little bit of pride mixed with a lot of sensitivity. And we be hurt, real hurt. Like they, they go to the family, you know, they're like, yo, you remember Karen? Yeah, she cheated on me with so and so. And your boy be like, yo, that was six years ago. Shut the fuck up. It hurts. <laughs> it no, happened. No, and no. it like that. I've seen it. No, it wasn't no. me. <laughs> it, it wasn't me. I don't, oh yeah, it, it, it wasn't you. It wasn't you don't me. know. It wasn't you. But um but it would be me. Toxic is 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 real. Energy is it real. Is real. Vibration is, is real. Yeah. Um, mindset is real. Just my advice yes, to everybody yeah. right now, because our time is cutting short. Yes. Um, we're going to set up an email. We're definitely going to set up an email. 
We want to hear your, your toxic stories. Send them to us. Yes. About it. If you want, put at the bottom. Like we can talk about it on the show. Okay, I got the email. What I'm talking. Yes. Oh, I got, got it already. Put the email oh, in. And not only that, if you're going to be watching this on YouTube, it'll be in the description below. Um, but definitely email us, reach out to us. If you want me to read it, you want Amara specifically to read it, address it to whoever in the subject line. Um, if it's just for both of us, just send it in. If we can air it, tell us, give us permission. Like, hey, you can talk about this because I want other people to know so that, you know, I can help their situation. It could be a learning experience from your mistakes. You know, let Absolutely. us know. <clears throat> and Absolutely. We, will we will definitely email you that. And you can email and it can be anonymous. I, I am going to say this. If you do email, just get ready because I don't sugarcoat anything. Yeah. I, 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 you know, I'm not here to make anyone feel bad, but I'm just going to let you know how it is. But our email is the growth live podcast at gmail.com. The growth live podcast at gmail.com. I will have it in the bottom. Um, down below make sure you um subscribe make sure to show us some love i really Hit appreciate it bill, uh, bill. like it share it send it to your friends it's good entertainment it's good information you don't know what's gonna come it's up fun. it's fun it's all improv you know we just make it up as we go along yeah i don't know why you did all that i felt like, like, you know, like I, we I really had a setup today no i'm gonna talk about it because i still got sports <laughs> we had a setup about three, three things we're going to talk about let go mindset and forgive yourself no he decided to just go what happened to your toxic friends and your ex we need to talk about it but he's right you know um i we live our life i live like a book i don't care you know I, i'm, I'm, I'm an open book you know my life is real you know i deal with real life things we are real. We got bills. We got kids. We got lives, relationships, family. We have we have lives. This is we live it every day. So come to us, talk to us about it. We probably been in the situation that you're in right now. Very much. So shoot us an email. We can talk about it. I love talking mm -hmm. about different things, but I do want to just say this before we go. Three things: let go of the toxic people it can be friends family it doesn't matter let them go it's not that serious you only have one life to live you see everything that's going on around this world you know your mindset that's number two mindset is very important say mindset affirmations health. to yourself love mindset yourself health. tell yourself that you're gonna make it that you're no not you're gonna make it you're gonna make it tell, tell yourself that you're gonna be a multi-millionaire like talk to yourself like it happened you live know the truth. live it that's it. And then the last part would be forgive yourself. We all have done stupid things. We all have done things that we don't like because, you know, we, we, we fall in love. And, I, and I'm the, I can really say that I was really deeply in love with my ex and I stood for those reasons, you know, love and I also stood for other statement. reasons. Love is a right. So yeah. forgive yourself. So always remember, let go. If you don't know how to let go, Listen, we'll tell, we'll tell you how. Yes, we will tell you how. We'll let you know how. Mm -hmm. You're going to go through withdrawals when you let go. People don't know that. Yeah, You're going to yeah, go through withdrawals and just do it. Go some balls. You ain't got no time to be wasting. You feel me? Life is short. You're only 20, 25, 30, 35 once. 
And that's it. I'm about to be in my forties in a couple of months. So I'm praying to God that I make it. Okay. Okay. So I love you all. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming through. Um, God bless. And see you next week. See you next week, Thursday. At what time, Derek? Seven o'clock, eight o'clock, one of those two. I don't know. In the afternoon, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we're debating. I don't know, but you know, you can always watch. You can always find us on on live. Right now, I'm on Twitter. Um, on Twitter, YouTube. it's posted everywhere that you could possibly stream to. It's gonna be there. That's it. So once again, thank you. This is your host, Damaris, and this is Derek, co-host, the Untold Story, the Growth. Talk to you soon. Bye, thank guys. Ciao. Ciao.